this phrase. <laughs> Co-host tonight, someone who is always behind the scenes working, but rarely gets behind the mic with me. Um, our co-host tonight, my favorite Kendra. Uh, sorry, Kendra Adachi, but my favorite Kendra is here. My wife, Kendra Pierce. How are you doing? I'm uncertain at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Time has yet to tell how I'm doing. <laughs> Okay, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Uh, if you listen to the podcast before, if you listen to the, the last episode, we had Nate Claiborne on, and we got off on a tangent talking about uh, a particular ebook that is sort of a, I don't know if you call it like a cult sensation or what. I don't think very many people have read it. Uh, Shocking. <laughs> but it is called The Erotic Baptism, and we have it in front of us right now. And my wife and I are going to talk about it, and we may in fact get divorced by the end of this podcast. <laughs> we already tried one. Not divorced, but <laughs> to do this podcast. Yeah, we. this is our second time through. We, we, we cut a, an episode a couple days ago, and uh, <laughs> we, we, about 70% of it was just horse laughing uh, at each other. So we're going we're gonna to try this again. Okay, so here's the deal. This is by... Okay, let me set this up. I, I don't even know how to begin this. The, this ebook is a tad bit infamous in the sense that it, um, a few people have written about it online and there's just this air of mystery around it because it is unlike anything that you have ever seen or read before. I, it, it was for me... Um, I mean, yeah. Um, you don't want to read it. There are two Amazon reviews for it. Both of them are one-star reviews. Uh, there's a few blog write-ups. And all of them seem to approach it with this air of like disbelief of like, what is this? Um, so when I saw this, I talked to Nate about it on the podcast last time. And, and it's all his fault. <laughs> we're blaming, na- <laughs> blaming nasty Nate. <laughs> No, when I first saw this, I was like, okay, Kendra, like, I have, we've got to talk about this. And she said, absolutely not. Uh, she threw up the wife veto. Um, but it was, it, was a, uh, it was a soft veto. And if you've been married for a while, you know the difference between that. Like a hard veto is you do this and you're sleeping on the couch tonight. Um, a soft veto is, um, you know, you better be sure that this is what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> so Kendra 
why are we here? Why are we talking about the erotic baptism? Because you want to. <laughs> you talked me into doing it because you're pouting. <laughs> I've never pouted in mm-hmm. our 30 years of marriage. 30 years. Okay, so this is by a lady named Faith Angel. Angel with two L's. So I feel confident that that is not her actual name. Yeah, you're probably right. And I'm going to read you her little bio. Uh, Faith Angel is a nom de plume. Being a sex-positive, devout follower of Christ, Faith was disappointed by the lack of quality Christian erotica, leading her to write erotica, which is simultaneously sexy and celebrates the life of Christ in Christian values. Faith Angel resides in California. So she may or may not be Jessica Thompson, <laughs> if the California part is true. So there we go. Uh, the plot of this book, um, Kendra, how would you describe the plot of this book? <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> okay, let me read you the, uh, the subtitle. I should have read that. Uh, the Erotic Baptism. After he baptized Christ, she baptized him with her body. Mm-hmm. So we're, the him being John the Baptist. Uh, the her is a fictional character named Bethel, who is 18 years old, and she is sort of the uh, female protagonist of the book. It's a very short book. You can read it in one sitting. Um, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's pretty incredible. Okay, so here's the here's basically what happens is Bethel is 18 years old. She sees John baptizing Jesus, at which point, um, let's say she has a physiological reaction. That's one way to put it. <laughs> and decides that because John baptized Jesus, it is now her duty to let me just read you the passage here little does he know his true baptism is waiting for him between my eager thighs oh man come on (laughs) that is Bethel's internal dialogue his true baptism and this sets into motion a series of sexual encounters between Bethel and John the Baptist where where uh, they're not married so (laughs) it doesn't make any sense and it completely flies in the face of we actually had to go back through the book a second time just to verify that they did not in fact get married before they got we assume they didn't from what we had read (laughs) but I don't think Bethel kissed Aiden goodbye. Like I'm just gonna I throw that. I don't think so either. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I don't think she kissed anything <laughs> goodbye except John the Baptist. Okay, so moving forward in the book, um, she has her awakening, as it were, as she's watching John the Baptist in the river, mm-hmm. and uh, then they go. Everybody goes home. John the Baptist stays in the village that she lives in. She gets up in the middle of the night and has a vision of John the Baptist, which turns out actually is John the Baptist. And then then we are treated to a um, 
description of his anatomy. Um, very specific. Probably more than you wanted to ever know about what John the Baptist looked like naked. Because she totally knew <laughs> when she wrote him. Um, what? <laughs> Could you please read the, the top of that in Bethel's voice? We'll see. Let's see. My love of the Lord is expressing itself as passion right now, breath. Bethel breathily whispered passion and lust so much <laughs> frenzied lust for you John is that wrong oh. who is this lady uh, my first question is how many times have you experienced frenzied lust for me <laughs> um. <laughs> okay the next part's even worse. I can't. <laughs> <clears throat> the greedily. Yeah, it, it can. The, the next part contains the word lapping. <laughs> greedily. <laughs> greedily lapping. So we're just gonna. Skip. I'll just let you use <laughs> Um. I will say this about Faith Angel. She keeps it mixed up with her, um, w- with her words that she uses to describe private parts. I mean, we get a little snake, uh-uh. we get some pole, we get the phrase, you want to read that phrase right there that's highlighted? I can read that. <laughs> Do you want to read it out loud? No. Love button. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. We get a little scepter, um, oh, canal. Real. <laughs> yes. uh-huh. Abyss. Um, I don't know if that one's positive or not. Um, and also, okay, so Bethel and John the Baptist have a sexual experience together. Um, I was curious, like, you know, is this real? Is this all in her mind? It apparently is all real. Um, the book does not tell us that it's in her mind. Which leads us to this sentence, which... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't... I'm just going to read the sentence. I'm just going to let it stand. Okay, just read it. It was her first orgasm, comma, and she was glad to have experienced it through Christ. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to read the um, no. the part right <laughs> part right after that? Uh, right here? Immediately following, yeah. Uh, okay. This she thought to herself with a deep sigh is bliss, zeal, lust, fire, fanaticism contentment and true delight and i have experienced it all because i have accepted the love of the love of christ into my heart okay right Um. i don't (laughs) agree um okay so there's some question on the internet let's take a little break here there's some question on the internet about uh the erotic baptism and whether or not it's uh, genuine, or if it's it's meant to be like performance art, because no one knows who Faith Angel is uh, that I can find. So there's kind of like this idea that maybe it's not meant to be taken at face value. Maybe it's meant to be, uh, you know, like I don't know, like a troll job or like a joke or like it's like weird on purpose. I don't know. What was your take? Do you think it was? I don't know. <laughs> it's just horrible. <laughs> um. 
So I don't know. Let's 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 keep going through. Let's let's keep going on our, our journey through the erotic baptism. Okay. Um, as, <laughs> as Bethel, would you like to read the highlighted part here at the top? Not really, but I will. <laughs> so this is what it's like to truly share the love of Christ. She thought to herself. Should I keep reading? Yeah, go ahead. She looked up at John and saw his face contorted and... Okay. <laughs> no! Okay, I can't read anymore. <laughs> so, so they keep going and going and going. And uh, John teaches her... Uh, Teaches her various things, which right. raises the question, how does John know? Like, how does John the Baptist know? Also, they're not married, so <laughs> what is going on here? The uh, the youth group girl in you is really stuck on this point. I <laughs> am stuck on it. <laughs> their, their emotional purity was compromised. <laughs> their everything was compromised. Uh, I would just like to read this phrase by itself. Mm-mm. Crescendo of godly gratification. What? Um, okay. yeah, that's one of my favorite uh, indie bands. <laughs> Crescendo of godly gratification. Um, the rest of the night was unforgettable for both Bethel and John. They alternated between making passionate love and discussing the teachings of Christ. Mm. As any, you know... As <laughs> <laughs> like... How alternate? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um, okay. Okay, so they're done. And this leads us to, you know, with all of the, the sexual terminology and questionable theology present within the erotic baptism, uh, I think we both agreed this sentence right here, this is the most troubling thing in the entire book. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the morning, or this this is when they're almost done with their evening of passion. This phrase. <laughs> I, can't, I can't read it, you have to read it. <laughs> Having by now become experienced in the ways of love and sex. <laughs> Okay, after one night. Uh, anyone who waited for their wedding night immediately throws up the red flag on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, Bethel was a virgin. I wouldn't say that was our most troubling part of the... <laughs> <laughs> the marriage part was the most troubling. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're going to... If you're going to... Th- if you're going to explicitly label it as Christian erotica... Then they should be married. <laughs> you really worked up about the marriage thing. Well, I mean, it's a key element, is it not? <laughs> well, you know, in the uh, in the erotica that I generally write... <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, um, so the morning after, uh, they... Clearly, or this was clearly a one-night stand, and there's no other way to say it, because then John gets up and says he has to go off and continue his ministry. His ministry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is his um, this is his parting words to her. Do not worry, my dear, now that you have learned the teachings of Christ. Right. 
Because that's all about what Christ was about. His love will never be far away from you. Any elation you seek may be possible by praying to your Lord and Savior. As long as you have fully accepted him into your heart, he will respond to your prayers and you shall feel the love and passion which I have brought to you well up within you. Oh. Okay. All right. And then he called, he, he, John the Baptist has this thing where he keeps calling her his child. Like throughout the entire thing, and it's kind of disconcerting. Yeah, um, it's now, how old is he supposed to be? I, right I now? do not know. Uh, I do not know his age in the in the book. It, at one well, point, it said he when had a, Jesus was baptized. He yeah, was I mean, like he's, thirty. Right? Yeah, he's like twenty nine. I think. Uh, so they were about so the same age. He's got to be a lot older than her. Well, I mean, you know, I'm I'm sixty one, and you're <laughs> and you're twenty three. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then it's okay. <laughs> Uh, would you like to read the uh, the quote? <laughs> I don't know. Would I? <clears throat> Bethel stared deeply into the eyes of John the Baptist and smiled. And then she said this to end the book. Kendra, take it away, please. Where? Oh. I understand how to let the love of Christ enter my heart now because of the pleasure you showed me. And I know that you will never be far away as long as I let Christ into my heart and pray to him. Bethel watched John and Jesus walk away, feeling herself awash in the love of Christ. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. That's not how you would be feeling after you did that, and then he's just going to go. <laughs> how would you be feeling, Kendra? Put yourself in Bethel's tunic. You would be feeling abandoned. <laughs> That's how you would be feeling. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to put you on the spot. You are the... You are the um, you are the youth group mom that you know a lot of youth groups if they don't have like a female pastor on the staff they'll just have like a like a designated mom mm-hmm. for, that will like counsel the teen girls. You are the youth group mom, and they bring Bethel to you, and, she, <laughs> and she's crying. What do you say to Bethel? Why didn't y'all get married? <laughs> no, I don't know. You would be a horrible youth group mom. <laughs> no, that's not. I don't know what I was. All right, so Bethel is coming to you crying because she had a one night stand with John the Baptist, and she is crying now because she won't see him again. And you are the youth group mom tasked with counseling her. The youth pastors have walked away. It's just you and Bethel. What do you do? I don't know. Start praying. I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Do you give her a copy of "I Kiss Dating Goodbye"? No. (laughs) Is it too late for that? It's too late. I think we're beyond that at that point, don't you? Uh, so John the Baptist has got a little creepy, like sexual predator tendency thing going on. Like he definitely kind of groomed Bethel a little bit there. Definitely kind of took advantage of her, maybe just a tad. You know, there was a little intermingling of sexual fantasy and spiritual disciple. It was just not Mm-mm. healthy to read. Um, other than that. Uh, can we see? Other than that, it was soul. So. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So, final thoughts on the erotic baptism. Um, so, here's my thing. We've talked about this before. Um, I struggle with this because I know what it feels like to write something and just have someone savage it. And say that it's horrible and just completely flame you just for even daring to put it on paper. 
Um, so it's hard for me to just completely trash something. You apparently do not share. <laughs> in this instance, I do not share that sentiment. Did you find anything redeeming in the No, I didn't. <laughs> okay, well, I, I choose to find positive things okay what exactly did you find that was positive because okay so here's the deal mm-hmm. yeah, whenever you say that <laughs> that means we're trying to rationalize um i spit it out <laughs> think fast you are abusing me on this podcast you need mm-hmm. to control yourself right um i i don't know the spirit that it was intended that this faith angel intended for this book to be received, but it definitely brought me a measure of joy. Really? How so? It made me laugh. <laughs> 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 I, I laughed quite a bit as I read this book. And I don't know if that's what she intended, if that was her goal, but technically it brought me a lot of joy. Okay. So, there's that. The other thing I struggle with is this. I tend to err on the side of... I would try to err on the side of just saying, you know, let's support Christian erotica as opposed to... Is there really supposed to be Christian erotica? It's not really my... Talk about that for a minute. Okay. It's not really my thing. Like, I don't really get it, but like... Is there Christian erotica? Yeah, I mean, we just... I, I mean, I am, I know we just read that, but that wasn't Christian. <laughs> For I, all intents and purposes. I yeah, didn't. like, I, I know this is a part of it, too. This is like how we grew up differently, because I grew up like very strict and very repressed... And so, like, my thing is, like, instead of going back to that where we just ban everything and try to keep everything bottled up, let's just go the other way and get everything out in the open and talk about everything and just just get it out there. Like, I feel like that's more healthy than the other. That extreme is healthier than the extreme of let's just keep everything bottled up and repressed inside of us. Okay, well, there's a difference between keeping everything bottled up and repressed and completely just ignoring the doctrine and the teachings of actual Christ. So it sounds like your problem with it is that if they weren't married, (laughs) you can't. It sounds like your problem with it is that like they, they put the Christian label on it and then didn't make it like a Christian story. Right. That like you would almost be more okay with it if it didn't say Christian erotica, if it just said an erotic story. Well, I mean, that would make more sense since it would be, I mean, like, it's like just a big fat lie. (laughs) You feel feel personally cheated by the erotic baptism? No, I just don't understand how it can be a Christian anything when it's completely flies in the face of (laughs) like, oh, John the Baptist, you're the one that's like. Pointing the way toward, you know, toward the Savior. But yet you're going to go do all this. Like, I don't think so. Have a one night stand with the village girl? No, he wouldn't. 
Yeah, my other thing is like. Also, was she aware of his eating habits? Like, <laughs> <laughs> How so, Kendra? <laughs> yeah, the whole locust thing. Was she prepared to sleep on a rock? Did she even know that that would be part of the deal? Like, if she had tried to come with him, that like. I mean, you would assume. But I think in the sequel to the erotic baptism. Oh no! Please don't make a sequel, lady. No, I think in no. the sequel. <laughs> is there a sequel? I'm trying to pitch oh. a sequel here. <laughs> okay, sorry. I think in the sequel is she follows John the Baptist, and like, you know, when like Salome does the dance that like pleases Herod, and he has to like fulfill the vow of cutting John the Baptist's head off. Right. I think I think Bethel steps in and says can i do a can i dance now and they have like a dance off and and she's trying to save john the baptist by having like a sexy dance off i think you've thought too much about this i just literally came up with it like i don't know how you do that because that would not and so then it's like a little like biblical take on magic mike oh they're having like a a sexy dance off as like you know, like all the, like the, the to the, distract from cutting off John the Baptist's head. Yeah, and like in the like all the party guests are like woo woo woo, like cheering on the sexy <laughs> dancing, and then like all of a sudden like Bethel's friend Dinah from the story is like sneaking into the prison, and like killing the guards. Oh right, and, and like rescuing. <laughs> How's John she the gonna Baptist. kill the guard? It's, it's with ex- her. It's explained in the sequel. Oh, okay. And she like busts John the Baptist out of out of prison, and then they realize what has happened, and they take Bethel, and then you realize that like Bethel has sacrificed herself to free John the Baptist, and then John the Baptist falls in love with Dinah, and that's the end of it. Mm, that's pretty horrible too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dinah was actually we didn't talk about this, but Dinah was Bethel's friend in the beginning of the book. Right. So. All right. Um, uh, so it sounds like you're going to give it a uh, a thumbs up. Does it sound like that? <laughs> that wasn't the the goal here. <laughs> would you Would you rather read the erotic baptism again, or would you rather read the sequel to the erotic baptism that I just came up with? I mean, I don't know. Okay. All right. Uh, Probably the sequel. <laughs> it sounded a little more exciting. <laughs> uh, okay, so props to Kendra for coming on the podcast, despite the fact that she is currently 17 months pregnant mm-hmm. with our third daughter. And also, uh, we will have to hunt down and destroy all copies of this podcast when our daughter becomes old enough to realize and be grossed out by the fact that her parents were debating erotica (laughs) while she was in the womb I think we'll just you know she'll never know (laughs) alright guys thank you for listening Um, I think I may blog about this I think I may do a blog about the erotic baptism Mm. I think I might do like a uh, like a book review on the uh, on the website Uh, you're welcome to help co-author no thank you (laughs) Okay, so check that out. You can find that on MatthewEPierce.com. You can find me on Twitter at Matthew E. Pierce, or the podcast account is at FS Bible Time. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us. 
and thank you, Kendra Pierce, my favorite Kendra. Hello. You love me or the listeners? Because you said that directly in front of my you love John the Baptist? <laughs> this is a very <laughs> tricky question right now. So then it's like a little...